Hi there, folks, and welcome to Packaged, the podcast all about subscription services and the brains behind them. Today, we're going to be sitting down and talking with Rachel Lake about their subscription service. We hope that you enjoy this dive into the origin, vision, and mission of yet another unique and noteworthy business. Let's open a box. All right, welcome back to Package, the show all about subscription services and the brains behind them. Today we are here with Rachel Lake talking about her subscription service, Takeout Kit. Rachel, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks, Brian. Uh, It's an honor to be on your show. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's an honor for you to be interested and share your time. Um, So before we get talking a bit about your business, tell me a little bit about you, like about your age, occupation, you know, where you're, where you're from, those kinds of things. Let's learn more about you first. Sure. I'm happy to, to tell you more. Yeah. So my background is not in food at all. It's actually in finance. So I started my career, um, you know, totally not in the food world, but ended up in food, uh, just out of pure passion. Um, I grew up in a small town in Maine, uh, which didn't have access to a lot of international foods, restaurants or markets. So basically I didn't have pad thai until I got to college. Um, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> uh, so I was deprived most of my life. And uh, since I got you know to college and in my early 20s, um, I just had this obsession with international food and uh, always wanted to you know go to a Peruvian restaurant, check it out, learn how to make the food. Um, so that kind of developed into uh, this business idea for me, uh, takeout kit, which makes that process easier for other people to do the same thing. So that's, uh, yeah, kind of trying to make my passion into more of a, um, uh, product and help other people as well. Yeah. So is, is takeout kit your, your primary business focus at this point, or do you work in, in addition outside of takeout kit? Um, tell us about that. Yeah, no, this is my 100%, probably, you know, 200% focus. Uh, We started Takeout Kit in 2016 and launched uh, in June of that year. So we've been uh, around for about a year and a half. Um, And yeah, it's been a whirlwind, uh, but very exciting. We just got a deal with Walmart. So we're available at walmart.com now, which is huge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we, we haven't done a lot of marketing. Um, many people may not have heard of Takeout Kit because we don't, uh, we're, we're bootstrapping, we're a small business. And uh, so the Walmart, the Walmart deal for us was huge. And uh, we're just looking to kind of get the word out there and, um, and yeah, and tell more people about Takeout Kit because it's an awesome product. Our customers love us. Um, so it's just a matter of getting the word out. Yeah, right now that's awesome so you said you launched in uh you said june 2016 so yes. it's you know not been too long that takeout kit has been around so i mean the fact that you already have you know that like deal with walmart that's awesome so congratulations that's really cool um, thank you but what were you doing before uh takeout kit came around uh yeah so um I mean, it's a little bit you know more on the boring side but <laughs> me <laughs> It was exciting. So my career before this was in finance. I started in, um, you know, da da da, investment banking, the evil um, career <laughs> path, uh, and then I moved over to investment management. So I've always been, I've always had a handle in um, in finance, investing, 
and through that got into product management, which is a little bit more entrepreneurial. Um, so I went, I went to business school to learn more about um, entrepreneurship and marketing uh, because ultimately uh, my dream was to be able to start my own company and um, have, you know, be the entrepreneur, have that entrepreneurship uh, lifestyle and and just um, bring a product from concept to market and uh, product that customers really love. So um, that's kind of where I am at now. After my MBA, I, you know, I, all my friends were going back into investment banking and consulting, and I chose to um, go in the entrepreneurial uh, path, and I haven't looked back. Yeah. Uh, since. So it's been it's been really fun. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about the box itself. Um, and so just how the process is, what it works for somebody who has no idea what we're talking about. Um, ex explain it for us. Yeah, sure. So I think the easiest way to explain it, um, most of your listeners are probably familiar with Blue Apron and HelloFresh. Uh, so we are a meal kit. Uh, we include everything, all the ingredients you need to make a complete meal in our box uh, with a recipe card, uh, the difference is that our recipes tend to be more internationally focused. Cool. So instead of, you know, chicken and salad dishes, we have a uh, Burmese curry noodle soup. We have Argentinian empanadas, uh, Ethiopian dishes. So um, dishes that you wouldn't normally find on those websites like HelloFresh and Blue Apron. We tend to focus on the more exotic. Cool. Um, and another difference is that our meal kits have a two month shelf life. Okay. So it's great for people who can't really commit to having three meals delivered to them every week. Mm -hmm. um, gives you the flexibility uh, to cook, you know, whenever you want this Friday or next Friday, and you don't have to stress about um, fitting that into your schedule. So that might be just a product of my lifestyle and mm -hmm. having, having tried those services and knowing that yeah. they just don't work for me. Um, but I, I think it's it's a great option for people. And you can always add your own fresh ingredients too, but this is kind of the, the direction that we've chosen to go in. Cool. So, uh, and I think I saw on your website the fact that, although, you know, I correct me if I'm wrong, you can subscribe to a, a time-based thing, but it doesn't have to be that. You can just order individual bo uh, boxes or recipes or meal kits at a time, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so you can... Uh, if, if you're kind of unsure about our service, try, you know, the one that looks the best to you. Uh, we do give discounts to subscribers. So it's a great way to try the service. And then if you, you can make, you can commit to three or six months or more, um, depending on, you know, how much you like that service. So, yeah, it's, we, we're all about flexibility and that's, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm focusing on right now. Just whatever our customers need and want is, is what we're offering. Hey, that, that's a great business model, right? <laughs> yeah, right? So tell us a little bit. So like if I get a box, how much food can I make with that thing? Yeah. So right now all of our kits serve four people. Uh, we, it's family style. Um, yeah. So we, we find it easier to buy in our ingredients um, in portions of four. Uh, and that's just the way it is right now. We've had a couple requests for two-person meal kits, but okay. not enough to really justify that at the moment. Sure. Um, but many of our customers have had success with uh, using leftovers or freezing leftovers with the four-person kit. So 
um, yeah, that's, that's kind of what we're offering at the moment. Cool. That's awesome. Um, so you tend to be a little bit less expensive than the blue aprons and hello freshes as well. Yeah. Cause I was looking at the website and, um, awesome website, by the way, super easy to navigate. Um, Thank you. Got some cool tags on the front. You know, you see Forbes on the front page of a website. That's a big deal. Um, yeah. But so I was looking around on that and, you know, the meal kit, you know, it seems like the average meal kit is around 30 ish dollars. Right. And so, yeah, um, which, you know, when you do the math, you know, it comes out to about, you know, like about a uh, little under eight dollars a plate, you know, which really isn't that bad. You know, that's you know, that's cheaper than, than going out to Chili's. It's almost uh, just as expensive as going out to get fast food, depending on what you get. So it does seem like a pretty economic option for people as well. Yeah, and I think you can get the price down to $29 a box if you subscribe for um, six or 12 months. So that ends oh, up being cool. $7.25 a portion. So that's, uh, I think that's like 30% cheaper than the other meal kits. So yeah, it's very economical. Um, and you get a lot too. I think you get kind of something more exciting um, and imported ingredients. So those are always a little bit more hard to come by as well. Yeah, let, let's talk about the idea of the uh, the exotic recipes. So how have you gone about um, acquiring these recipes? You know, because there's a bunch of different kinds of foods, you know, like we can, you know, you could say that people are making Mexican food, but it's like Tex-Mex, you know, it's like American Mexican or like American Chinese, you know, American Brazilian, those kinds of things. How do you go about doing those recipes? Are you sticking with the more American kind of thing? Or are you really going to the far corners to try to bring these meals in, into view? We, we've done a little of both and that I'm still experimenting with that strategy. Um, I think as far as gifting goes, um, people are, you know, gifting something that nece isn't necessarily exotic, but they want something uh, special to give their giftee. Sure. So sure. for those um, over the holidays, we had kind of more of your Americanized um, kits. We had uh, an Italian truffle risotto, the empanadas are really popular, and then uh, the classics like chicken tikka masala and Vietnamese pho noodle soup. Um, those are, you know, they're international, but I, I think a lot of people are familiar with them and really um, gravitate towards them when ordering takeout. So yeah. um, those have done really well. We, we also want to have more exotic um, kids just, you know, mostly for my own, <laughs> I've learned how to make all these foods. So those are, I, I kind of want to share that experience, um, with other people since I've figured out how to make them. But to answer your question about, uh, where these recipes come from, um, besides the classics it, for me, it's, um, I've done a lot of traveling internationally in the past. And when I have done that, I've, had the opportunity to take uh, cooking classes abroad. Oh, cool. So a lot of those recipes come from um, those trips. And we're also, uh, we also partner with chefs to highlight kind of their, um, their best dishes in a meal kit format. So we'll be looking to do that more with um, uh, maybe not necessarily celebrity chefs, but uh, people who are from, you know, want to bring the food of their, their country to, um, the rest of the U.S. So we're looking to partner with more chefs, but right now it's mostly my experience and and the chefs that we work with currently. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so with the idea, you mentioned some sort of things like around Christmas time there were certain meals available. So do, is there like a seasonal sort of rotation of meals, or about how many? Like, what does your sort of selection look like? You know, about 
about how many meals could I choose from if I were to just hop on your website right now and start to peruse around? Yeah, we have 13 meal kits currently and we never retire uh, a meal kit once okay. we launch. So if you love uh, chicken tikka masala or Burmese curry noodles, you can order them um, all the time. Cool. You can you can have six months of just tikka masala if that's what you want, <laughs> um, <laughs> which some people have done. Um, yeah, so we, we tend to focus on creating recipes that are uh, phenomenal so that we, we can we don't have to retire them. We don't have to rotate them. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll be looking to add more in the future, but currently it's the, it's the 13 meal kits. Awesome. Sweet. So we've talked a little bit about the box, sort of what it looks like in the technical sense. Let's sort of go to, um, let's go to June, 2016, getting things off the ground. Tell us a little bit about that experience. What was really sort of the trigger that was like, you know what, I'm going to do this, you know, I'm going to make a subscription box, you know, because it's not a thought that a lot of people wake up having. Um, so yeah. tell us a little bit about that process of getting things off the ground. Yeah, it's a good question. I haven't, wow. Um, let me take a minute. <laughs> uh, for me, so the, the June, the June thir- um, 2016 launch was all about getting feedback from friends and family. Um, for me, the subscription business model wasn't as much of a draw as, uh, the meal kit business, but at the time, um, most of the meal kits were offering subscription only. So we we wanted to do a little of both. I didn't want to be tied to one business model or another, um, just because I wasn't, um, really familiar with what addressed the needs of our customers. So, uh, when we launched, we didn't actually have a subscription model. It was only um, a la carte. Uh, basically, my friends and family, you know, logged onto the website because they were they were the only ones who knew about it. Yeah. Um, bought, you know, whatever kit uh, struck their fancy, cooked it, and gave me feedback. Um, we did start. I would say the first marketing efforts were through the subscriber um, channel. Like uh, we used my subscription addiction mm-hmm. um, to really kind of get reviews that weren't my friends and family. Sure. <laughs> uh, that's kind of when the subscription model started, we realized that, okay, um, there's a huge customer base that really wants this um, automated subscription, uh, one box per month uh, format. So, and that was a great way to get exposure um, that we, you know, we didn't have the budget at the time to get otherwise. Yeah. So it, it kind of was a more of a marketing effort for us to, to start that subscription model. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I can tell you uh, about the launch. Um, yeah, I think initially it was mostly PR and I, you know, I probably fell on my face trying to get uh, journalists to write about <laughs> unknown meal kit company yeah. when, you know, Blue Apron and HelloFresh were out there and marketing pretty, pretty hard. So, uh, I had one journalist from Forbes who kind of, you know, took, took pity on me, I think, and, uh, was willing to cook a few of our kits initially and, and really liked them and included us in one of the, um, top articles about meal kits. So that was kind of our break. Cool. Um, yeah. And, and I've thanked that, that journalist many times, cause I think she kind of started, you know, the takeout kit. And, sure. um, so since then, since we had that one article, it's been a lot easier to get the word out, um, mostly through PR. 
and not a lot of advertising. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So tell us a little bit about the idea of, you know, of course, you know, like with PR, that that it's, you know, other people sort of doing your advertising for you in the sense that, you know, you're looking at customer satisfaction, those kinds of things. What has been sort of, um, you know, the, I guess, whether it's an impactful thing or just something that stuck out in your mind as far as how people have responded to these? Obviously, you know, you've talked about how people are really liking them and you're doing great in this business. Otherwise, <laughs> you know, if, you were, if people didn't like them, you wouldn't be. So that's evidence of itself. But what's what's something that's particularly stuck out to you about the way that people are individually responding uh, to Takeout Kit? I think, well, for me, the most rewarding piece of feedback from our customers has been the, uh, I, I guess, the, the fact that we transport certain people that aren't able to travel for one reason or another. Um, we we can actually give them a piece of that travel experience. Yeah. Um, and a lot of our the gift messages that we see over the holidays have that um, that theme. So you know, if someone will treat their friend to a three month subscription of international kits, and they'll be like, you know, we I'm I hope someday we can travel together. Um, but in the meantime, let's mm. have fun with this. Um, so I, I've seen this kind of sense of um, aspiration for travel. Um, and creating that experience at home all the time instead of um, having these trips that are maybe unattainable um, for health reasons, for budget reasons. Um, and it just kind of, <laughs> that that makes it all worth it to me. Um, seeing those, it's so simple, but those gift messages of why people give takeout kits to each other. Yeah, no, that's that awesome. Shows, it's kind of working, it's it's doing what I, what I want it to. Absolutely. That's great. So with with the idea of Takeout Kit, you know, looking forward, obviously, you know, hopefully there's a great long life ahead, you know, as far as what things are looking like, how things are going to develop. What are things that you are looking at in the near future that are sort of, you know, next steps that you're wanting to take improvements, things that people can look forward to? You know, if you have some sort of trade secret, you know, don't you don't need to share that, you know, whatever, but... Um, something that you're looking to improve on, expand upon, or what things are looking like for short-term or long-term goals? Yeah, um, well, we uh, responding to all the orders from Walmart, we haven't had a ton of time to look into the future. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> um, but we have. Like, I, I'm thinking about it all the time. I think for us and for other meal kit companies, um, the budget and shipping costs are a huge mm -hmm. uh, challenge. So we'll be looking for ways to either um, get those shipping costs down through partnerships with Amazon or Walmart and kind of um, piggyback off of their shipping structures uh, if possible, mm -hmm. or um, ways that we can eliminate shipping costs altogether. Um, so examples of that would be um, offering our meal kits in stores and grocery stores. Sure. Um, so we're thinking about that, but our packaging right now is not, um, it's not at that level. Mm -hmm. uh, so that'll be something that I'll explore in the future and kind of be that, um, that, uh, takeout kit yeah. <laughs> for grocery stores. So, you know, if a customer comes in and they want to make chicken tikka masala or pho, they'll, they don't have to look for all the ingredients. They'll just have one kit to take home with them. Um, go to the fresh aisle, pick up some green onions or um, whatnot, mint. Um, so, so that's kind of my vision for takeout kit is being that 
um, that brand in a lot of different stores, you know, not partnering with a certain one in particular, but sure. offering to many who might not have the, um, the resources to buy a meal kit company. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's really cool. So what would you say, sort of just take a moment of reflection, looking back at, you know, this whole process with, with takeout kit, what is something that you've learned, whether it's a business related thing, a personal related thing, you know, um, just personal development and growth. What is something that you have faced, you know, as a challenge and, you know, what is something that you've, that you've learned, um, that's dramatic, that's like dynamically affected you, you know, throughout this process? Um, that's a big question. Um, I would say one thing that surprised me was that this business is much more financial than I realized. Mm -hmm. Um, it's all about the margins, um, with grocery, it's very slim margins. If you can't make it work within a certain budget, you might as well not even do it. Sure. Um, so that has been one thing I didn't care about at the beginning because I just wanted to see um, the traction from customers and uh, whether people, you know, feedback from from the product. Um, recently, to create a sustainable business model, it's been all about the margins, and I know that's really boring. Hey, um, it's good to know. Yeah, but it, yeah, and I think my background has um, has done has 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 put me in a good position for that. I know, um, blue aprons, uh, see, uh, yeah, the, basically the C CFO is now, um, the CEO. And I think that's evidence of how important the financial equation is to meal companies. Um, what else can I tell you? I had another good thought, but I think I'm blanking on it right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say that that surprising um, the financial part of it, for sure. Um, I'll think of something more exciting. I feel like that's a boring. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, if whether it's you know something, you know, one of the big things, you know, the purpose, you know, behind asking that question is, you know, it's interesting because a lot of these, a lot of these businesses and subscription services and whatever, they, they all have you know, this sort of undertone of people having a passion to share what they love with other people and make it accessible. And they found a way to do that while also sort of sustaining themselves, which is a really, really cool dynamic. But, you know, there's, there's a lot of people, you know, going into that, you know, especially, you know, going in with a business finance background, you know, helps you taking on some of those business aspects. But um, it seems that with talking with a lot of different people about this, that many people go in um, maybe not necessarily anticipating a certain aspect of, of how it functions yeah. <clears throat> or or how how everything plays out and that becomes a challenge point or it becomes you know a point of personal growth um, whether it's through you know numbers of interest at the beginning you know hard beginnings or being strapped for you know help having to do it all themselves before expanding into another employee base you know there's yes. there's a lot of stuff that goes on so I don't know if there's Anything uh, more that you can share off the top of your head? You know, like this was this was something that I've really learned um, throughout this process. Uh, one another thing that was surprising to me uh, was how much I love customer service. Really? <laughs> and I yeah I and you know you hear, you you have this vision of um, customer service as being like this necessary evil. <laughs> Like customers, you know, but for both directions, you know, both parties are frustrated on either side. I've really enjoyed um, 
getting to know my customers and helping them out. And I feel like um, that's a great channel for feedback as well as um, I think we just got lucky. Like our customers are, uh, they they give unsolicited praise as well as yeah. critical feedback, yeah, uh, which I never really realized. And I, as a person, I, I do that more to um, new companies that I come across. If they're doing a good job, yeah. uh, it goes a long way to tell them, you know, that you're enjoying their product, that you're impressed with X and Y. Um, so I think that's another, <laughs> that's a personal growth um, aspect for me. I'm like, Oh, my customers are teaching me how to be a better person when I reach out to other companies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's, that's also, I mean, a common theme that, that, you know, you know, packaged as a podcast really is very new itself. You know, we've been doing stuff since January, so we're really not very, very old at all. Um, but with, with that, you know, even just talking to a bunch of different business people especially in you know the the shipping based companies customer service and satisfaction is huge because if you can show the customer that you care about their feedback whether it's good or bad feedback you know mm-hmm. that that goes that goes miles and if they're willing to engage with that then that will teach you how to how to be more efficient you know so that's that's a common thing that we see yeah. a bunch uh, uh, from a lot of different um, entrepreneurs. And so that's, it's, it's cool to see the, the different perspectives that everybody has, but sort of the laws that sort of seem to hold true no matter what position you're in. Yeah. Um, and I feel like if you go the extra mile for your customers, they'll, they'll basically be customers for life. Like okay. they'll, they'll talk you up, they'll do kind of your marketing for you with naturally, which is um, way better than any advertising that I could ever do. So oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll open it up to you if you have any more final thoughts. I have one more reserved question in the back of my mind just because I'm curious. But if you have any more final thoughts that you'd like to share about Takeout Kit, um, I'll open up the floor to you. Yeah, sure. Uh, so what is uh, one theme that you were talking about, um, some, some thematic? I haven't listened to a lot of your podcasts. So I, mm-hmm. um, is, is, are there kind of a few trends that you've noticed um, that, you know, I – I could maybe give you my opinion on or um, in packaged food in general or meal kits or subscriptions and it's kind of broad, but what have you been, what are some of the conclusions that you've um, come across? And Let's see. Well, one thing that, that I, you know, sort of touched on a little bit earlier, but that I've noticed is that, um, you know, it's a lot of these are rooted in passion. In the sense mm-hmm. that you know, there there's a couple there's a couple things to, to where people somebody could be like you know like wake up and be like hey I just got this great idea to make a lot of money you know but that's not typically how these these things start because uh, subscription services you know all of the ones that we've talked to they're all self startups you know it's, yeah. it's all one person with an idea there's you know people don't come together and like get investors you know for for a subscription service or not that we've seen yet, you know, maybe it does happen, but, um, and you know, the ones I've, I've heard of a couple that do, but they seem to not go very well. Um, if it's just, uh, just under the premise of, you know, let's make a, you know, make some money, you know, and you know, yeah. businesses do that and that's okay. But people are putting, putting their heart into their boxes that they're sending out, you know, and, and it shows through, through dedication to these ideas, to having the boldness to step forward and open them on their own, 
um, to you know carrying out that customer service and appreciation and constantly seeking to improve and so I mean that's sort of I guess that would be one of my biggest operations um, my question that I had in the back of my mind was uh, how do you guys go about like looking at ingredients you know and keeping them fresh that was that was my question for uh, for you uh, regarding the food um, you know I'm very excited for my uh, chicken masala box oh, yeah. I'm super excited but I've also been sitting here wondering like like I don't know like like how are they gonna keep the ingredients fresh that long I mean there's chicken involved so I'm assuming that I go get the chicken which is cool and fine but I was just curious about how that that process actually worked yeah that's a it's a good question um, so our to give you kind of more um, more information about our ingredients a lot of our sauces and um i would say our you know vegetables are uh canned or pouched okay. um so we use you know high quality always high quality um try to do preservative free whenever possible a lot of ingredients are organic um so that everything is shelf stable cool. um and cool. that's we you know on our website it you know says that clearly um to answer your question about the chicken we use uh, Valley Fresh pouch chicken. Um, so it is chicken um, cuts in a pouch. And it's oh, cool. it's a little bit like a canned chicken or a, um, like a canned uh, tuna, but it's it's in a pouch. There are no preservatives. Uh, it's high quality white chicken. Um, you, when it's in the recipe, you can't even tell the difference between that and fresh chicken. Cool. Um, our customers rave about it. I was a little <laughs> bit surprised because um, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit of a food snob. So anything that goes into our is I'm like, you know, if, if I have like any apprehension in my mind, I'm just not going to go there at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and I tend to be more flexitarian, vegetarian as well. So the meats, um, oops, I'm sorry. Uh, we, we have a lot more flexitarian friendly kits, um, mm -hmm. just as a reflection of my dietary preferences, but yeah, every, um, so canned tomatoes is a good example. The chicken is, is the pouched, um, spice blends are all dried, um, you know, high quality grains like frica, basmati rice, jasmine rice are all shelf stable. Um, what else? Uh, examples of, um, sauerkraut. We have a pouch sauerkraut, cool. uh, a kimchi in a jar, sauces in jars. Um, so that, Hopefully that gives you a little bit more comfort on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was just curious. I was like, I have no idea how this works. <laughs> yeah. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Um, and that's, it's definitely an apprehension that our customers have um, before trying the kit. But once they get over that hurdle and try takeout kit, they're, you know, it's like, oh, this is, you know, much better than I expected it to yeah. be. Um, but that is a challenge for us is getting that initial, like, oh, shelf stable with, you know, what is yeah, this? Like, and how, how is that function? You know? <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's a challenge. It's a marketing challenge for us, but yeah. yeah. Hey, well, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, final question. What is either, I'll give you some options, either your favorite, uh, meal kit that you guys offer or mm -hmm. just your favorite sort of like style of food if you have a favorite meal to share with us you know because you have a lot of knowledge and expertise in that area i'd love to hear that sure i i think the the kit that inspired takeout kit for me was um the korean soft tofu stew the sundubu jjigae 
Um, so when I was living in New York, I lived uh, in Koreatown. And, you know, very frequently when I, you know, was working late hours, I would pop on over to this um, tofu house and get this, you know, steaming hot bowl of this spicy tofu stew. Um, it was healthy. It was um, had lots of, you know, rice with it, carby, comfort food. Uh, and when I moved from New York for a new job, I I really missed having that. So, yeah. so I had to figure out how to make it myself. Um, and I just had this, you know, this, uh, obviously, you know, I'm, you know, a white female, <laughs> but I have this recipe for Korean soft tofu stew. Um, <laughs> that's amazing. And I think it's, it's actually in some cases a lot better than what I've had at Korean tofu houses. Mm. Um, so that was kind of the inspiration of, oh, okay, if I can figure out how to make this, um, tofu stew kit, what else can I figure out how to make, um, for my own, uh, recipe kind of repertoire every week so I can have these meals like at my disposal whenever I want. Yeah. Um, that was the, the inspiration behind, um, creating more recipes and definitely one of my favorites. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for sharing your time, sharing of your business. It's super awesome. I love hearing about these again. Like I said, people, the, the reason that we do the show is, um, you know, one, we thought it was a good idea, and two, it's really awesome uh, to see uh, subscription services and to put where people see businesses to replace that with faces. Yeah. <clears throat> and so that, you know, people understand, you know, there's personalities with passions behind what's going on here. And so um, thank you for your time. It's been an awesome interview, and I hope that you have an awesome rest of your day. Yeah, you too, Ryan. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. Bye, you too. Thank you for joining us today on Packaged, hosted by yours truly, Ryan Hughes, and produced by Eric Lambiassi. It's our mission to help you see the genuine and passionate people behind these businesses, and to give a little more meaning behind what some people might just call a monthly payment. Remember, everyone has a story. We just share theirs. Now, go out and share yours. We are subscribed. We are Packaged. podcast you just heard was recorded with anchor if you want to make your own download the android or ios app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast that's anchor.fm slash podcast